Hey everybody, you are listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 22. Hey! So, <laughs> so what's so funny is we don't plan any of these episodes, and then we record the whole thing, and then we hit publish before we even listen to it. No, <laughs> that's not true. We no. listen to most of them before we publish. No, we don't. I yeah. usually hit publish before we start playing. Yeah, but we listen back to it. Yeah. We, li- so if it was a disaster train wreck, we would delete <laughs> it before anyone heard it. Eventually we listen back, but there were yeah. a couple of things that we felt like we needed to address. Oh, from last week, our Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. So our Halloween episode was a little bit different than most of our podcasts. We kind of just talked off the cuff about things that we like about Halloween. And we definitely don't have like a phone or uh, a computer or anything in front of us. So we're not (laughs) looking at anything. We're a little insight. We're just sitting on our couch and we look forward. So most of the time we're looking at nothing, at a wall or the cat. We don't even have the TV on or anything. So... We're just going off the cuff. So when we say stuff, it's all from memory. And sometimes, you know, with memories, you're going to say the wrong thing. So what do we have to correct from the Halloween episode? Okay, so for one of our costumes, we dressed as Spinelli and TJ, not PJ. TJ from Recess. Recess. So I believe we first called him... Ralphie. Ralphie. (laughs) (laughs) Ralphie is from uh, Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah, and then we called him... PJ, PJ, which is we somebody in my side of the family is yeah, PJ. Yeah, we know a PJ. Yeah. So. <laughs> so and then we never came around to TJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, second mistake that I can remember is I said that I like the Monster Mash by Rancid, but that's not by Rancid. It's by Misfits. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, what else? that one is. Yeah. Not, <laughs> that one's not that big of a deal. I don't even know if anyone caught that one. Um, I also said one that I have a problem with. So and I dressed up as one of the Wright brothers, um, Wilbur Wright. Um, anyway, I said I dressed up like a 1920s inventor. Well, they invented the airplane in 1903, so <laughs> I'm about 20 years off. Uh, my brain was a little fuzzy on the last time. Which I didn't think anybody would catch, but he felt pretty embarrassed about, so mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm glad we got that off our chest. Yeah, no, so we it's funny, we were talking about the podcast, and Esther was like, his name is PJ, and then I was like, yeah, and then I said, they had, like, airplanes in World War One, and I'm over here talking about 1920, they invented airplanes, <laughs> when that makes no sense. Yeah. So I caught myself, Esther caught herself. Yeah. Nah. And I'm sure there are plenty of other errors in other podcasts that we've never corrected, but we felt the need to correct those three things. They were just such silly things yeah. that, like, anybody knows. We we do make mistakes in, like, every episode that we shoot, though. Yes. Record. So there was another thing that bothered me that I didn't bring up, and we might as well bring it up now, was... We talked about favorite music from Halloween. You asked this question. Yeah. And neither of us referenced Thriller by Michael Jackson, which is the best Halloween song. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And if have you seen the extended music video that's like 12 minutes long? Yes. Yeah, that. that. We've, we have talked about my lack of appreciation for Michael Jackson. I do like Thriller. I like it's whatever. It's fun because you hear it so much. But no, I think that Monster Mash is way better than Thriller. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Whatever. You know what's weird? We're not talking about Halloween Esther's anymore. Esther's favorite musician is Bruno Mars. His whole act, his whole life is based on Michael Jackson. And he's open to this. He talks about it. And you don't even like Michael Jackson. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. He's definitely top five. You talk about him and listen to his songs all the time. Yeah, he's super, like, he's super catchy. Mm-hmm. And like all of his music is good. And I like his voice. He sounds like you're describing Michael Jackson. 
But <laughs> it's just that I didn't listen to Michael Jackson. That's literally it. Okay. Like, I could say the same thing for any great act or any great um, musician out there that they, like, perform and they make really good music, but I just am not into listening to them. Mm. So that doesn't make them any less good. It just means that I'm not willing to put the time into being a fan. Okay. Fair enough. But you know, you know of Michael Jackson songs, so you, yeah. you, could, you have an opinion on him. I have listened to my fair share of Michael <laughs> Jackson, yes. And it sounds like you don't like him. I like him <laughs> fine. I prefer the Jackson 5, like all of that era. I think that's better, but yeah, Michael Jackson is obviously very talented. Whatever. I don't even like music all that much. Like mm. <laughs> That's interesting. No, I think you do. <laughs> I really don't. You just don't talk about it. There's no need to talk about something that I don't care that much about. Other people care about music more than both of us. Yeah. I I like too many things to get into music too deeply. (laughs) I would like music more if I didn't already like a bunch of other things, you know? Yeah. I'm just into too many things. All right. This is getting rambly. So let's get on to what we're actually interested in talking about in this episode. Well, I was interested in talking about whatever we were just talking about. <laughs> so now, fine, we shall skip over and go to the next thing. Um, so what we wanted to cover in this episode is what we look for in a destination city. Yes. Well, not just city, but anywhere we go. So like when we plan a trip somewhere, like what are we looking for? Because I feel like the average person assumes that whatever they're looking for is what everyone else is looking for. But we found out through time that the things that we look for in cities, most people might not. Just because sometimes we'll go places where it's dead. And sometimes we'll go places that are super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like this question. Esther just posed this question like a couple minutes ago. So we're definitely going to be talking off the cuff here. Um but I really like the the thought of what we look for in a city, and I also like what we avoid in a city. Or not just – I keep saying city, but any destination. Like when we went to Lake Placid, that's not really a city, but it was like a destination. So we got into this argument on the drive to Lake Placid, the difference between a town, a city, and all those other like ridiculous things – City is larger than town, and so city is basically as big as it gets until it's, like, metropolis, like, mm-hmm. like New York City or something, like, whatever those are called, like, mega cities <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Um, so we're not necessarily talking about, like, the big ones, like Chicago or whatever. We're talking about anything. Well, yeah, I, I think it's just, like, you make up your mind that you want to go to Tucson, right? And then you, like, okay, so then you research Tucson, to man i picked a bad city to say tucson Tucson. then you look up things that are there and then you decide what you want to do right because that's natural you're not i mean some people crazy people just randomly show up places and don't research it um we're not that adventurous like we gotta at least look somewhat into it i mean i don't really plan anything no i mean (laughs) yeah i i you know but i'm not like going out of my way it's just like oh my lunch break you know uh, i might as well look at the place that we're going to and like yes. things that are there. Yeah. So, uh, how about we start off with what's the first thing you look for online? Um, I usually when I okay. So when we have come up with a random destination, I usually look at food. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the iconic foods of this area that we should try while we're there? Yes, that's 
that's pretty fair. I think I look at foods pretty quickly too. Um, my first thing is I look for destinations within the destination. Okay. So like things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times for me that might be like a like what what kind of sporting things do they have or is there any chance that we could go to an event while it's there you know. Um, then I look at like. Uh, okay, what are some cool uh, specific monuments that might only be in this city, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we go to Chicago, like we really wanted to see um, the Millennial Park, right, with the bean and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to see like Soldier Field where the Bears play. I just wanted to walk to see it. I, I didn't have to go in or anything. I just wanted to see it. And, uh, you know, like, so I'm looking at like, destinations but we also tend to avoid like the overly popular destination too like for example if there's um something that's like overwhelmingly big we would maybe avoid it yeah like we've been to new york city a couple times and we still have not seen the statue of liberty yeah like yeah right like we we've seen the statue of liberty we've never gone yeah to the island yeah yes um yeah that that's very valid uh, it it is really funny when we do end up in another city and there's like a marathon going on or <laughs> like a crazy giant concert or yeah. a really big important like game and we're like totally confused because like there's so many like people like that happened in Chicago we were just randomly there for a Luke Bryan concert on the same day of the Boston or on the Chicago marathon. No, no, no! You're you're right? mixing up two trips. Luke Bryant was Cleveland, but the Chicago oh. Marathon was Chicago. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I have a bad memory. Yeah. I thought there was some other event going on. That's why it was so crowded down there. Mm-hmm. But it may just be Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the Cubs were in the playoffs, and they were they weren't playing the day we were there, but they were playing the next few days. Oh no, Cleveland! There were two things going on. We were going <laughs> to the game, and there was a Luke Bryant. Concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Cleveland. Okay. I, we yeah, we definitely talked about that on the podcast mm-hmm. before. Um. So, like, I'll research, like, places to go and things to see. Um, I'm really, like, things that try to catch my eye are monuments, uh, something that only that city has to offer, um, festivals and stuff, if it's, like, if it pops up at me. Like, I'm not avidly looking for it. Like, I wasn't looking for the Chicago Marathon, but if I'm researching things and other people are talking about it, then I'll notice it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, on a subcategory, then I start to look at, uh, like, parks, Uh, really picturesque areas like a good place to walk where's a good place to walk and my biggest thing uh this is more for cities less for like uh you know towns or or parks but if we're going to a city i want to find out the neighborhoods that are walkable and the neighborhoods that are represent that what that represent the city the best so like i don't want to go to um sometimes you look up like this is the best neighborhood to go to and when you look up new york city it'll give you the top five neighborhoods to go see Mm -hmm. but a lot of those places aren't neighborhoods that normal people live in they're just like touristy and super expensive and maybe some people live there but the majority of it is like a tourist trap and chain restaurants i try to avoid those parts of town yeah that was going to be my next point was um we we generally feel that the best way to get to know a city is to just walk around all day in it. Um, so walkability is definitely a plus. Uh, so we do tend to go 
downtown or to like the villages within the city um any place that like a lot of people are and there are a lot of things like a lot of businesses a lot of restaurants just just something that gives us a good idea of like what the people in the city are like and and the amenities that they have absolutely and where are the where do the locals go like where do locals go for food where do the locals go to shop because that's where I want to go. Uh, I don't really want to go where, like, the tourists are going, you know? Yeah, like, we would never stop at, like, a hard rock <laughs> cafe or anything. <laughs> like. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a time and place for that. You know, like, if you're going to on a trip to Disney World and you want to stop at hard rock, there's no problem with that. But, like, if you're going to Columbus, Ohio, you know, like, I don't want to go to Red Robin in Columbus. Yeah, you know, like, I want to yeah. go to, a, like, a place that's only in Columbus that we can't get in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a good thing for all people. So, like, um, there's the thing, like, oh, go somewhere safe where you know. Um, That's – I don't know why you'd do that. Especially, like, for us, we travel – realistically, we only travel in this country in Canada. So, like, what are the odds that we're going to end up in a place that's so dangerous by accident? You know, it's pretty low. And you know, too, like, especially – to go back to your point where we walk all day and all night, you can tell when the neighborhoods are getting worse and you can change your direction. It's, it's pretty obvious. Like sometimes you'll get into a side of town and it's, it's, you might feel sketched out, but you just change your, um, like, like how you're moving. You might walk a little bit quicker. You might not stop as much. Um, you, you might like try to get out to somewhere else, but you know, like there's, there's very little time where, you know, like, oh man, like nothing seems safe. Like we got to go, we got to figure out where the next McDonald's is, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Crime is just so random that it's stupid to be afraid of it all the time. Like obviously be aware, but yeah, where we're going, if we were to be mugged or anything, it would just be because it's random. It wouldn't be because we were in a bad area or like we had it coming, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just so random. Um, and yeah, you can definitely tell when you're walking, when things suddenly change, like it's pretty obvious when you're suddenly the only two people walking down the road. Yeah. That's another thing too. Like, uh, we try to stick towards other people when we can, you know, um, we're not always like going where the big crowd is, but you know, like if there's a steady flow of people, if there are people within eyeshot of you, it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, what are things that you, like, uh, what are other things that you're looking for? Um, I really like bookstores. So when we're in a new city and we have, and we have the time, it's not necessarily something that I'm like, we have to carve out an hour out of our day to do this. But if we are there, I would definitely prefer to stop at a used bookstore. Um, I just really like them and when you go to the same used bookstore repeatedly, like you tend to know what their stock is and what they have and what they don't. Um, so it's cool when you go to a new city and, and you are able to find a book on that city usually. Yeah. So most used books, not most, all used bookstores, everywhere you go, will have a local section, whether it's local authors or books about the area, they will always have it. Um, so yeah, I always try to pick one up when we go somewhere. And, you know, sometimes I don't read them or, like, I get they get pushed back on my reading list, but it's cool to have them, you know? Yeah, and, you know, there's just something really comforting about books. Um, 
it's it's something that I don't really let myself buy anymore. Like, obviously, I buy used, no problem. But, like, new books, it's, like, a real... Like, it's a real treat to go into, a book, like, a bookstore and buy a new book. It's not something I let myself do very often. Just because I do find myself reading ebooks more often than, like, real books. Um, but it's really comforting. It's, like, nice to just be able to look at a shelf and be like, look at all these books. These are the memories that I have associated with them. I don't know. I like books. <laughs> uh, I'd say another thing we look forward to is breweries. We're always trying to find a brewery um, because two reasons one you'll get the local beer and the local food two uh, most breweries are not most all breweries are designed for the people who live there so you really get to know the vibe of a city based on the brewery the breweries i mean there may be some somewhere but we haven't been to one where it's like focused on tourism and getting people in most of the breweries uh are for the locals and they have very limited publicity or signage so you really get the feel of what people are talking about and what people are into um at the breweries and uh they'll have food in there too or they'll have um and in the breweries that don't have food they'll have connections with local food places and they're not gonna have connections with bad food places because they want people to come back so yeah another thing that i've noticed about a lot of breweries is that the names that they choose to make their beers usually are in reference to something local Mm -hmm. um and that's like i don't know it takes five seconds to ask what that's about or like to read up on it and you understand this like tidbit of information on this place that you probably would not have learned otherwise yeah and it might give you an idea to go somewhere else in that city too to kind of spicing up your trip um i think the the biggest things that i tend to avoid uh, when I look online, is um, any any sort of tourist thing that costs a weird, like a large amount of money, like we tend to avoid anything like that. Uh, we don't go on any tours, and nor do I ever want to go on a tour. I just hate tours. No matter where I am, I hate tours. Unless it's the only option to explore a place, I'm just not going to do a tour. And I know there's a time and a place, and I know a lot of people love tours. And if the tour is done right, it can be way more beneficial than going out on your own. But I just often feel like the tours are not designed for what we're there for. You know, and I would agree with that. But when we were in Dallas, we did a tour of the Sixth Floor Museum where JFK was assassinated. And it was just an audio tour. Like, there were photos everywhere and, like... um like I don't know just plaques to read information and then the whole time you had an audio tour going and at first I hated it like I skipped like the first four or five panels like I didn't want to listen to anything but then I just started listening because it's like okay well first Christina was listening so it's like I had to because this was like like she was listening so it's not like I could just leave early Mm -hmm. and I actually really enjoyed it like I got a lot more information out of that than I would have if I had just gone up, like, looked out the window that he, like, the assassin looked out and then, like, left, you know? So I think that you're very learned on history and stuff, so you probably wouldn't have gotten as much as I had out of that experience. So maybe that's why you don't appreciate tours as much, because you already have an idea of, of the history that occurred there. Yeah, no, I get I get out what you're saying. I, I, think, I think there are times and places for tours, and I think, like, the one you're – the example you're giving is a good example. Um, I just, like, I would prefer to just figure it out on my own or just not figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
like sometimes I don't want people to force feed me information because sometimes like I'd want to like I want to weed through the information that I care about and the information I don't care about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that's that's my thing with tours. Um, I think the one thing a lot of people look past in cities too is we walk a lot, so sometimes we avoid mass uh, transportation because we walk a lot. But I really think. Uh, the average person doesn't walk as much as us or has no interest in walking as much as we do. Uh, so you should take, like, the subway if there's a subway. If there's a train, take the train. If there's a bus system and it's, like, nice, you should take it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, a lot of people just don't. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because, like, okay, so in New York City everybody takes a train in chicago everybody takes a train it's not a classist thing but in like smaller cities like buffalo like it's totally a class thing like certain Mm, i don't know if it's a class thing i just think a lot of people in buffalo are trying to get out to the suburbs and it's just not really accessible with the transport okay because i see it as people who ride the bus are people who do not have a car Mm mm-hmm and that usually means that like they can't afford a car because Buffalo is not a walkable city by any means. No. But I mean it doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. No, so what I'm saying is smaller cities the public transportation is viewed as a class thing. Like you ride the bus if you don't have a car, you ride the mm-hmm. subway if you don't have a car. Mm-hmm. So when you live in a smaller city and then you go to a large city, it doesn't naturally occur to you to take the subway. Yeah, yeah, I got. But you. you should because it's great. Like it's super easy and just like I don't know, convenient mm-hmm. and affordable. Yes, I think it's just you get a vibe of the city too. That's another thing. Um, it's really, really hard for me when I research a new place that we're going to really get the vibe of it because one of two things is going to occur. One, um, if a city is really keen on their online presence, like Lake Placid was really keen on their online presence. So like everything they showed you is what they wanted you to see and mm-hmm. in the perfect condition. So like everything looked picturesque and everything looked perfect and that's fine and I like seeing that but it's hard to get a vibe when you're only getting good things. And then there's the opposite where some places where you try to research it and there's no good information. Everything is bad. Everything's there everything one is telling you everything is bad or like people are taking really crappy pictures or there hasn't been an update since 2009 and like so yeah. it, it can go two ways. Well, that was the issue that we ran into when we went to Detroit the first time because there just wasn't a lot of information on it. And then the information that there was, it was all, oh, the crime rate's really high. And, yeah. like, the, the I don't know, the city's bankrupt or whatever. And then we get there, and it's, like, a fairly thriving city. Yeah. And our Airbnb host was like, oh, yeah, like, I really am interested in, like, building up the tourism in Detroit because our city has a lot to offer, but nobody is willing to, like, I don't know, show that. Yeah. Another thing, too, when you're looking up places online – literally disregard any comments from people who don't live there because they're just irrelevant because they're just going to base on their one experience if somebody was shitty to them sorry i know i swear i don't we don't really swear a lot on this podcast but if somebody you are always the one that swears and occasionally if i say something like effed up you're Mm. like whoa language yeah Yeah. well i don't think there's any really little kids listening anyway so I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You really want to kind of throw away, like, 
because bad things can happen to anyone. And if you're on a trip and one bad thing happens, you're going to remember that one bad thing. You're not going to remember the 10 good things that happen. So you should really avoid comments from people who don't live there. Yeah, negative experiences always outweigh positive ones. So yeah. That's just how your brain works. Absolutely. Um, sometimes some places seem perfect and then they're not. And then sometimes you are like, I'm never going to go to that place. And then you walk by and you're like, we should definitely go to that place. <laughs> you know, and that happens a lot. Another thing, don't be super firm. Don't plan minute to minute. We don't do that. We definitely plan like a couple of things to do in a day. Or, like, generally, oh, after the hike, we're going to go to a brewery. Not the brewery at 5.30, but a brewery around this time. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing that we do a lot of. Airbnbs are good. They You get to kind of map out different neighborhoods, too. So we don't always book an Airbnb, but we always look at Airbnbs. Is that right? I Yeah, you don't, like, you just don't trust Airbnbs or whatever you're... Whatever your issue is with them. <laughs> um, so back on the topic of what we look for in a city. I I know that we've already mentioned this before, but I we always look for zoos. Uh-huh. Yeah. And aquariums and like sanctuaries. Any anything that we can look at an animal at, we look into. <laughs> and that's just our personal preference. Like other people maybe are not interested in that at all, but that's like our personal preference. And you can't go wrong with, oh, we don't know what to do. You can easily just go to a zoo. Like, there's Mm -hmm. nothing stopping you or an aquarium. Yeah. Um, Art museums, too, are another fallback. Uh, We're not super artistic. Esther's more artistic than I am. But, you know, art museums are a good way to see the city, too. And a lot of art museums have the same boring, like, historical stuff. But then the new modern stuff are, like, they always have a local section. All art museums will have, like, a local art section. Yeah, so we we tend to only go to an art museum if it's, like, free or very cheap. Because, like Jeffrey was saying, they all have similar collections. So, so it's kind of like what I was going to say about the zoo, is that all zoos have a similar collection, but, like, every zoo is different in, like, a couple of the animals that they carry. And the same can be said about museums. Yeah. And, like, every zoo... In every museum, it just has like one or two things that makes them really impressive, like r- like really stick to like your brain. Um, but I don't know, museums can just get so expensive. Yeah, they can. Um, and that's another thing that we try to avoid anything that's like super super expensive. Oh, um, we do look for like food festivals, or we try to not like a festival, but like oh, there's gonna be food trucks in this area or oh like this place is doing a food thing because that's another like easy way to get to know a neighborhood or the place that we're going yeah food trucks are neat i don't know um i was just thinking like are food trucks a good representation of the city because if you look at the food trucks in buffalo like do you think that's a good representation yes i think i think a lot of them are but then occasionally you get, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where this thought was going. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, like, another thing, too, is, like, don't be afraid to, like, eat what you want to eat at a city because, like, yeah, maybe you're in Detroit and maybe you want tacos, but there's going to be a place in Detroit that makes weird specific tacos that are only made there, you know what I mean? Like, you don't always have to have the exact food when you go to that city. You should try, like, if there's a famous food in that city you should try the famous food but also like kind of branch out too because like in buffalo 
we've got a lot of cool places that do tacos, and Buffalo's not like a taco city, you know? Yeah, that's true. We got a good, a lot of cool places that do, like, different types of food, and this isn't like a, you know, people think of Buffalo for wings, but there's, like, a lot of different things that you can get here. Yeah, that's true. I could take you to 100 restaurants without getting wings, you know? And you would get a good vibe of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, so do you want to, like, recap the the things that we look for in a destination? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for a good place to go and do, but I don't want it to be super popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also looking for good food. Um, looking for a good neighborhood to walk in. That's what I look for. In a, mm-hmm. What do you look for? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for zoos. I'm looking for used bookstores. Uh, one thing that I didn't say, but is always really, really cool, is botanical gardens. Mm-hmm. And those are usually pretty cheap to go to. Um, and once again, food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and breweries. Breweries. Yeah, place. breweries. That's both of us, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, do we have anything else for this episode? I know it's a kind of a down episode. We're not, we haven't really traveled or done anything crazy lately. Yeah, we have a couple things in the books, but for right now, the next couple of weeks are just going to be holidays and fall and cold weather. (laughs) Wow, I see where your mind is. Yeah, just staying inside and fattening up for winter. That's where my mind is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. As always, if you want to leave a comment that we can read on the next podcast, you can on our Facebook page, Esther and Jeff. Uh, our Instagram, Esther and Jeff. Esther posts a picture every single day. Esther um, and Jeff podcast is the Instagram. And I think that's also the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, hashtag Esther and Jeff on social media. Uh, we check the hashtags, or at least I do. I don't know if Esther checks the hashtags. No, I don't. Oh, I, d- I definitely <laughs> do. So I see it on there. Um, yeah, leave us a comment and all that. Yeah, and if you'd like to leave a voicemail, um, if you have the Anchor app, that's what we're using as a host for right now. Uh, there's like a section to leave a voicemail for our our uh, podcast. Yeah, just do that, and we'll play it in the next episode. Answer your questions or concerns or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or concerns, we're concerned for you. Jarrett was very concerned that we did not remember TJ's name. Mm. Yeah. TJ Detweiler. Now I remember his last name. I couldn't even think of his first name the first time. Anyway, I'm sure we'll find other errors as we listen to this podcast. Mm -hmm. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, bye. Bye.